Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The band Uni and the Urchins was started by bassist and singer Charlotte Kemp Mull, and in lead singer Jack James Busa, they have an androgynous alien who brings a glorious glam rock sensibility to the band's mix of psychedelia and post-punk. Uni and the Urchins have just released their debut LP. It's called Simulator, and it's out on the Chimera Music Label, which is run by Kemp Mull and her partner, Sean Ono Lennon. And the record is full of catchy, dancey, sometimes cheeky songs about a world made dizzy by media and technology. The band's here to play some of the new album for us. This first song is called Subhuman Suburbia. Subhuman suburbia, summer hypothermia, with three eyes of plasticine. go storm clouds of blue head ladies on freshly poured concrete. They pray to the Holy Ghost on. Spots and polyester She was the prom queen
hearts will paint the White House red off with the heads. And JFK's back from the dirt to audit the Fed. Songs called Subhuman Suburbia from the band Uni and the Urchins live here in the studio. Let me introduce you to the band. Charlotte Kent Mull on bass and backing vocals. Jack James Busa on lead vocals. Vlad Holiday on guitar. Jack Helfrich on guitar. Andy Oakley's behind our drum kit. David Archer playing the keyboards. And um, Charlotte, I hope you will take this as the compliment I intended. As That song sounds like something found in the archives of David Bowie circa 1972 or three. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> I'm deeply offended by that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're pretty brazenly um, in love with all of Bowie's work, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, Bowie, in his glam rock days in the 70s, that was kind of a response to the space age, you know, where there was the, the space race. What is this band responding? What What is the the impetus these days that that you're responding to? Well, for a long time, we made music that was um, hearkening to that era, that very like early 70s, late 60s. And um, something happened where we went, well, what would our heroes want to be doing now? And they would be doing the same thing. But instead of racing to the moon, this or that, now it perhaps might be uh, AI or... Uh, whatever the heck we're talking about on this record. Right. Um, but, you know, just uh, push it up a good 40 or 50 years, they'd be talking about that. So the idea that, you know, AI and, you know, questions about what it means to be conscious, intelligent, human, mm. you know, those those sorts of, th- those are really big questions. Which is interesting because I'm none of those things. <laughs> yeah, I found him like crash landed in my backyard actually. <laughs> well, I dusted him off and I was like, all right, you're going to be our singer now. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlotte, some people will know you from your, your other, your former band, Ghost of a Sabertooth Tiger, which you and Sean Lennon 
were, essentially. Mm -hmm. That band had a kind of psychedelic cast to it. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the idea when forming Uni? Now Uni and the Urchins. Well, I did take that into consideration because I was so obsessed with the sounds of psychedelia and Floyd in the 60s that I was thinking, okay, well, I've done that. I want to do something different. And so I feel like we've just been inching up in decades and pretty soon we're just going to be in like <laughs> decades that don't exist yet. Like, so we went through, then we started with the seventies and now we're like sort of flirting with the eighties and then we're doing some nineties grunge as well. And then now I, I, let's just skip over to the, the, the 2000s and pretend kidding? they never happened. We're going to get outcast in Britney Spears no, to feature. We'll on just the next. skip the 2000s and skip right to 2030. And then to the, yeah, we actually used AI to write some of the lyrics on the last, song we're going to play today. On, on the title track simulator. Yeah, that we used a neural network to generate words that we kind of curated. So there are numerous references to technology dotted throughout the record, and, yeah. and they're often very ambivalent takes on technology. You use yeah. it, you like it, but you're maybe not trusting it fully. Yeah, I think I'm like a cantankerous boomer in a girl's body because like I, I just I'm always like kids these days <laughs> with the damn TikToks and the, you know yeah so like the record is definitely a, a very cynical reflection on modern technology but also sort of embracing it cheekily. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's generally how people are like the vibe of uh, how they're feeling about technology now. Like, is it going to be good or is it going to be our demise? And, and we're sort of observing and narrating. Right. Mm. And, and so there is a kind of post-apocalyptic flavor to a lot of this record. Yeah, tastes delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Although you're not necessarily sure what the apocalypse was yeah. slash is. Is it COVID? I mean, did, did, did being holed up during the pandemic for two years somehow change the aspect of this band and these songs? I think that definitely uh, facilit it ushered it in a lot faster, our move from flesh to the virtual. Uh, I think as a result of the pandemic, everyone started communicating more virtually and more people like created avatars and it just sort of pushed us uh, faster into the virtual. Right. I think, and we're gonna start moving, we're gonna, I think, enter like a transhuman era pretty soon. Even my dad already has like half of his body's like bionic replaced with <laughs> synthetic parts. <laughs> um, I, I mean, the, the, the track COVID's Metamorphosis, great title, by the way, for anyone who's ever studied. I feel like you're the only one that got the reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. High school Latin man, it never yeah. leaves you. <laughs> it's yeah. only shown its use now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that, that idea that COVID has changed everything. Perhaps mm -hmm. we were going down that road anyway, but suddenly we had no choice and we went careening down that highway whether we were ready for it or not. That, that point <laughs> of view seems to come through. We're running down a mountain. Just how we live our life, really. <laughs> going the wrong way down the highway with the windows down. <laughs> so when you're not actually using a neural net, 
to write these songs. How does the songwriting happen? <laughs> well, you know, I take some <laughs> Carlos Santana songs and I flip them backwards and I scramble that around just steal that. Um, uh, uh, well, he he can he wrote the idea for Pop Star Supernova. Mm. I, I wrote most of the other songs on the record. Um, David wrote the amazing David Strange. One. Yeah, he wrote amazing lyrics on Waiting Room and Middle Class. We wrote those together, but he wrote most of the lyrics on those, and those are some of my favorite, actually. And then I wrote the rest of the songs. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do like how the how the album ends with this sort of very quotidian, just like the, the minutia of middle-class life, of being stuck in a waiting room, and the kind of, the tiny hell of yeah. being in a waiting room. Right, like Bukowski says, brick by brick, like hell's built brick by brick, yeah. No hands, the answer comes, we shall then. You would scream if it wasn't rude, playing solitaire in the waiting room. Jack Charles says that Pop Star Supernova was basically an idea that you brought to the band, yeah. and you know, it again, uh, you get a sense of the character in this song isn't totally sure if they want to be a pop star supernova yeah. or not i mean what's oh my god i don't need my therapist after this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it was the beginning of covid and we had been on tour on and off for about three years and i felt on this incline and i felt like things were happening and dreams were coming true and then it all shut down and the original demo of pop star was like this sort of like slower very sad song and then uh, towards the end of our sessions i we needed like something a little more uh, i keep saying bangery but I, like that's the only word upbeat. that comes to we mind. don't have upbeat. a lot of upbeat songs and uh, i brought this i was like okay maybe maybe this one and we can make some sort of new wavy depeche mode adjacent <laughs> um track with it and then uh i brought the idea to charlotte and she and i beefed up the lyrics and uh and yeah yeah and now it's banging. And now it's by the end banging, it. yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty. <laughs> Our idea of like pop is like. Well, you know, the sad dance song is now like that's a tried and true. That's that's a whole subgenre, and you know. Yeah, this, that's true. Well, that's like always so. been my favorite thing about Depeche Mode is, is that sad dance song. Yeah. The album's called Simulator. It is out now. This song is on it, but we're going to hear a live performance from Uni and the Urchins. Here's Pop Star Supernova. Blast off the newsman says we must vacate today. Humanitary and welcome to K. The influencers are all posing like they An apocalyptic lip kit for the end of days. But enjoy your stay, your boom is X392. Unless your social credit serves no room for you. Antoinette is eating cake on Mars Crumb 
from their politicians, porno stars. You cannot hear these songs in spaces, no guitar. I have fun at interplanetary whiskey bars. The earth feels colder when the blues have turned to gray. And I'm looking older from 100 million miles away. Trash Casanova Lost in outer space Make up on my face I'll never be Pops and Supernova star supernova the band is uni and the urchins live in the studio another track from their new album called simulator um charlotte is the band name uni and the urchins is that a sushi joke (laughs) i actually uh, i don't know if i can tell you the real um innuendo of of the title (laughs) was a joke between me and this other girl, but um, but uni is my favorite food, and um, whatever were you talking about before? <laughs> Good save. Uh, yeah, sea urchin's my favorite food. Um, a lot of Americans don't like it; they think it's gross. But it's that, that sort of orange slime. I'm raising my hand. Do you like it? I hate it. You hate it? It is the one piece of sushi that I there's there was. A, You're not f- alone. Most Americans hate uh, it. Yeah, Natto also the fermented soybeans that are like really slimy. That's my other favorite food. 
Yeah. I love all that like weird like alien food. It's... I, I usually do, but uni for me turned out to be a step too far. I, I'm <laughs> something about the phlegmy texture of it. That well, that's what we're going for as a band. It's just like yes. really off-putting. Like human personification. Yeah. Really, really mucusy music. Yeah, yeah, and yeah really like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slime. It's almost called phlegm. Phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good band name, actually. Uh, the Peace Silent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I love uni. Actually, that's why I dyed my hair orange for a while to match the colors. The color. Yeah. Uh, for folks who are wondering what the hell we're talking about, uni is the name of sea urchin sushi. If you order it in a restaurant. yeah, it comes in like a spiky black ball, <clears throat> and it's and like it's a little geode. There's this orange slime on the inside that tastes like butter from the gods. Not according to him. Says, says Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, let me ask. I mean, we're shooting video, and you guys are so much fun to watch, um, you know, while you're performing. But your own videos are this amazing combination of ambition, for sure, but also clearly done DIY style. So Yeah, it was a lot of work. <laughs> We kind of do everything ourselves. We have a small little, like, amazing team of, like, DIY, like, hair and makeup and, like, performers we work with, like, Aeon, dancers and stuff. Yeah. Guerrilla warriors, our little, our little tribe. Yeah, we build all the sets. We do all the styling. I do all the editing and directing and helping set up lights and stuff. So it's very, um, yeah, it's a <laughs> work <I'm> of love. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I, you know, you were talking about, like, the the old times, the 70s and the 80s, in New York in the 70s and early 80s, that's what musicians did. They, you know, musicians made films and filmmakers made music and mm -hmm. poets made music and sculptors yeah. made music. You know, it was like... It was very incestuous, the mediums, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess like Warhol's a little bit of an... Well, we have a love-hate relationship definitely. with Warhol, but, but definitely we're trying to take a page out of his book for like the whole factory idea. Because yeah. the New York music scene is so unfortunately dead. We were talking about this the other day, that there's like such a thriving industry and like there's still money in the industry in L.A. and Vlad's moving to Nashville for this reason. Because New York is just kind of dead. It's really sad. Um, we're still sort of living in the dream of like the Patti Smith New York, but yeah. it's it's not yeah. that. It's like a giant Starbucks now. It's very corporate. <laughs> so no room for art, especially weird art like us. Like I remember, like some like, huge commercial agency saw our videos and and they contacted me. They were like, "Oh, these you're really good. Can you send us your commercial reel so we can like pitch you for like oh, big yeah. clients?" And I was like, "What commercial reel?" <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, okay, never mind. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with with Jack here, you have an endlessly malleable face and person to, to put on screen. Yeah, that's very nice, John. <laughs> it's true. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about your background. <laughs> um, I don't come from the world of musicians like uh, my compadres over here do. I come from um, an acting background. I went to a, a drama conservatory in England, uh -huh. and I was doing that whole thing when I first moved back to the States, when I first moved to New York, and there was this like raging bleach blonde freak inside of me that needed to get out and uh and i stumbled upon this project and i could um express myself uh fully um in studying acting had you at all studied singing i always sang like i grew up singing with my mom in the car and in church and in 
like musicals here and there. I, my, I heard your demo like before mm-hmm. we brought you in for an audition. <laughs> David played me this. You won't so be able to find it. Little blue boy or something. Yeah, yeah, it was so song. cute. It, it was, was really. Cute. I was like, oh, this kid has style. I just he was so to, young. But. I just wanted to break into that because there was something else. Something else was going on. But when we record a song or a video, I always approach it with with that background, just because that's what the foundation is it's it's actually awesome that he has like an acting background because we, we want to do like a tommy rock opera like feature film and so yeah he's kind of like the muse of all of that yeah um I, and and each video it, you, you seem to be a different kind of human uh sometimes <laughs> how dare you not <laughs> uh sometimes clearly not fully human um and it's just it, are you were... referring to the mangina yeah perhaps <laughs> well, my grandma loved that one yeah she, she was like you haven't called to willie yeah <laughs> she watched one of our videos and she goes well darling you sound real nice but i gotta be honest with you i had to sleep with the lights on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, some of the, the, some of them are, are are pretty weird. It's true, <laughs> um, but you know that's that's what this. I, if I'm understanding you right, Charles, that's what the New York music scene is missing. It's it's old weird. You know. Yeah, for the, sure. The, the grill grill Marcus's famous phrase, "Old weird America." Where's the old weird New York? I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like the taste of uni, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, just, I just I just can't you do can't. it. Um, let me ask you about. Uh, you know, it's always interesting to me when a band that writes its own material chooses to cover someone else's, and and you chose Doll Parts from Hole. I want to be the girl with the most game I love her so much, it just turns to hate I make it so real, I am yours really loves Courtney Love, so he was like, we got to cover Doll. I wanted to cover Needle by uh, Elliot Smith, Needle in the Hay, and he wanted to cover Doll Parts, so we did both. Mm-hmm. And then Doll Parts just ended up on the on the, on album. the actual album, yeah. yeah. The Bleach Blonde freaking me, a big a big part of that, I was saying earlier, was definitely Courtney Love. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a really great cover, um, and it is a genuine cover, unlike Amazing Grace, which is I, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's clearly referring back to the original song. Mm-hmm. The, the, the old church the, song. Yeah. A hymn for the Upside Down. Yeah, <laughs> but with key words changed. Yeah. And with, you know, the music is sounds like it's, it's totally original, which is absolutely in keeping with Amazing Grace, because the Amazing Grace melody we know is like the third or fourth one from the 1800s. <laughs> My That idea of kind of taking 
received material and making something new with it, I thought was really interesting. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. We wanted to subvert the original version of that, and David plays this amazing, like, chromatic slide thing on it, and saxophone, like, really, and I hate saxophone, but David's so bad at it that it's great, like, because it's just, like, really squonky, like, Tom Waits, atonal, kind of like 21st century schizoid man like King Crimson sax like I, that's yeah. the only kind of sax I like and, um, and the so, late Ian McDonald yes oh. Oh, I like all kinds of sax oh saxophone sorry <laughs> <laughs> can part. I get a little padumpa yeah yeah <laughs> thank yeah, you thank you. you he's actually always doing that in rehearsal. slow there Andrew oh. actually in rehearsal Archer's always playing tuba sounds when we walk <laughs> so like give him a little sample of that like so <laughs> <laughs> you need the you need the nose whistle. Oh yeah, we do <laughs> need that. Jokes, jokes. Yeah, um, but I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah, Amazing Grace, and so we all grew up in church. Also, like we have that sort of like, um, yeah, like love hate relationship with that world. But um, you, you love the aesthetic of Catholicism. I love the aesthetic of Catholicism. Catholicism. And, uh, <laughs> I love the music too. I remember being like. First of all, I really liked wearing a suit when I was four, and I'd come downstairs and be like, look at me. I've arrived. Yeah, and then they'd I'm come a pop star supernova. Yeah, pretty much. I'll never be one at this point. But, um, uh, and, and they'd come down at these like amazing hymns, and I was like, that is so fucking lit. Like, I was like, I love this music. My mom was like, we got a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So you grew up obviously in the South from yeah. the. I grew up in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Texas yeah. and Georgia. Not so we both yeah. grew up in the South. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, Which denomination church? I went to like a Baptist. I went to a Catholic church. And Presbyterian. Catholic all Catholic. the way, oh, baby. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I love the Bach choirs. That's like what inspired Brian Wilson. I never heard a Bach choir in my church growing up. Did you go Catholic? I did. Oh, they had some amazing choirs. Maybe in... you should go Bach and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right and on that note um shall we hear the title track from simulator now this is the one that you used ai to Uh to help for the lyrics right just just for the lyrics yeah i think they actually have um ai that generate music as well they do which you know i feel a little morally ambivalent about yep but um but we 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 had a lot of fun using it for the word salad and then like trying to arrange that into a rhyming schema okay let's uh hear a live performance the band is uni and the urchins and the song is the title track from their new album called simulator If we sever our heads, we could last forever live stream in between to digital death. Yeah. 
That is Simulator. It is the title track of the new album by Uni and the Urchins, the band performing live here in our WNYC studios. Um, Charlotte, you mentioned uh, the AI program used for the lyrics, not for the music. When you when you use an AI program, you don't just say like Siri, write me a song. You have to give it something. You have to put something in, right? Yeah, you have to give it prompts. That's the term prompts. And learning how to control what it um, spits out is kind of like learning how to speak robot because it has this like vast Rolodex of like internet references that it draws upon. It's kind of like the collective unconscious and and you have to like figure out how to word your prompts specifically to get the results you want. So there's still a human element even with like visual AI art and everything. Um, You have to like figure out really good prompts basically and how to word it like the way in which you word it will trigger different like associations so it's it is a lot like a brain in that sense the way you have like subliminal associations with words it'll just start connecting it to different aesthetics like it's pretty interesting yeah uh laurie anderson uh showed me uh last year uh on her computer somebody in australia had input every lyric she had ever written every 
like speech or talk she had ever given. Oh, and given. it figured out how to write and, like Laurie Anderson. And, uh, yeah, right. Wow. And also, mm-hmm. um, her her husband Lou Reed did the same thing for Lou Reed, so it could write in the style of either wow. of them. Totally. And then the weird one was number three, which was a combination of Lou and Laurie. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's where it starts and, getting really interesting. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So I, I'm just wondering what you what the prompts you know what kind of input. Oh, yeah. sunshine, rainbows, daffodils. Puppy just, dogs. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember at the time. I, I'm pretty sure it was just sort of like bleak technological. I think we put like fashion dystopian. words into like leather and like. We, oh, yeah. We tried a bunch of things. I don't things. think we ended up using the one. Like, it generated what some it. very like SM stuff but for that. It essentially use. sparked like the creative whatever of writing that song like Bowie would do with cut ups like right. put things in and then a, a lot of the what a, the AI would bring back was like the AI needs some therapy it's really really <laughs> depressed yeah. um, and we sort of well you could actually select the mood of it like on this particular one you could have it be neutral unhappy happy very happy it was interesting ecstatic yeah it was, we did a okay. mixture of them I, I tend to like neutral mm-hmm. I don't like things when they're overtly emo or when they're like too happy like I think sort of neutral stance that looking at the world is always the best take right right <laughs> Jack you were saying uh, before the pandemic it seemed like things were on a roll and things were happening and then mm-hmm. everything stopped now we're m- mostly back yeah I feel so, pretty back in the habit so what's what's next touring will that happen um there's some things on the horizon i know we're playing with uh our friends the dandy warhols on march 3rd at elsewhere and we will be in uh south by southwest for a nice homecoming we're doing the levitation showcase that our friends the black angels throw and um and then we're plotting a future film with our friend rich ragsdale yes Nice. And then the world. <laughs> and then the world. Uni and the Urchins is the band. The album is called Simulator. It is out now on Chimera Music. And uh, to all of you, thank you so much for coming in and playing for us. This has been great fun. Thank you, John. Thanks, guys. I also really love these microphones because I've gotten into ASMR lately. Their people are really into the sound of like saliva crackling. For the record... Uni is disgusting, saxes are great, <laughs> ASMR is awful. Just to set you straight, Charlotte. <laughs> Let me thank our crew, uh, our hardworking engineer today, Irene Trudell, our thank technical you, director, Irene. assisted by Asher Berkson Gold. Our producer is Karen Havlick. Video shot today by Joe Enright. Our video producer is Eric Weber. I'm John Schaefer. Watch those videos on the New Sounds YouTube channel or right here on the website at newsounds.org. I swear, St. Paul, you've got some girls showing your face at all. And I'll know, can you hear a story?